it's like a different universe on its own. You get inside this DeFi protocol, you do yield farming, and then you whatnot. You can pretty much do you know so much so much stuff, but it's it's like its own isolated universe. You know the people uh, who are not into blockchain, who are not not in cryptocurrency, they know nothing about it. Even even some of the people that we talk to, um, like bank officials, they would come to us and say, "Oh, you you know cryptocurrency? Can you explain me what is Bitcoin?" Uh, now they don't even know um, what's what's Bitcoin or what's cryptocurrency, and we can't imagine uh, them being knowing about this DeFi protocol. So you see, that's two different worlds, and they're to- totally isolated. You, it's 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 something is happening, uh, but you don't even know about it, right? And for us, this was the kick. So uh, we call this a real finance platform. Welcome to Empower, the first real fire property platform on Cardano that combines emerging technology, sustainable building, and decentralized financial inclusion. My name is Blaine, and I'm the sustainability architect here at Empower. And on this podcast, we'll be sharing conversations based around Empower's three key principles of building, community, and impact. If you want to join our journey and help us build a better future with Empower, then make sure to subscribe and I hope you enjoy today's episode. Welcome back to the Empower podcast. My name is Blaine and today we are joined by Ashish, CEO and lead engineer at Flack Finance, a real fire platform that is faster, safer and accessible to everyone and obviously built on Cardano. So thanks Ashish for coming on the show. Thank you. Uh, thank you for inviting. No worries. Um, as mentioned kind of before we started recording, uh, uh, another team member of Empower kind of brought up your project and kind of brought it up as, you know, another real fire project at the space. So, you know, whenever I see real fire, I get excited. So I kind of dove, dove a bit deeper into your project, learning more about it. And one cool thing I found was, um, and correct me if I'm wrong, but the team behind this is also the team behind Cardano Scan and Typhoon Wallet. Yeah. yeah so when I when I heard that, I thought that was you know really really cool because I use those those apps and um, yeah, like this is a, a team coming in with some experience. So yeah, I thought that was cool. So Kina, learn more about the project and also learn about your real fire angle as well. Um, there's obviously different real fire. Uh, ways different real fire approaches so keen to learn your your angle um, but to start us off perhaps we can do an introduction so can you tell the podcast a bit about who you are uh, your background what you do all that kind of stuff sure um, so i am the founder uh, ceo and also the lead engineer at uh, flag finance uh, i come from a computer science background I studied computer science, graduated, and started working um, with software companies. And then in 2017, late 2017, during the boom, Mm -hmm. uh, I actually (laughs) got into Cardano uh, and started following Cardano from that time onwards. Um, And so since then, uh, actually, it's it's kind of a faction because of the technology uh, that Cardano was working on. So sticking to Cardano from that time, and I'm just totally into Cardano. So after that, uh, I actually uh, teamed up with my uh, friends, uh, my family members, and uh, my colleagues, basically, 
um, and we actually started building uh, an explorer, uh, and we named it Cardano Scan, uh, mm-hmm. which actually um, actually a good good one. I mean, in the sense, community liked it, uh, mm-hmm. so it's now the leading explorer uh, on Cardano Cardano Scan, uh, and then. Uh, we also led the development of uh, Typhon Wallet. Um, so that's that's uh, pretty much is my background. Yeah. And Flag Finance uh, is actually uh, a real five platform, uh, a finance real five platform. Uh, I I see that Empoi is working towards um, you know real estate side of uh, real and uh, we are working on uh, finance side of real in terms of uh, bridging the gap between. Uh, cryptocurrency and the fiat world. So the idea of like finance is something that we had from a long time. Uh, uh, we just uh, find that uh, it's probably the right time um, that we are, uh, you know, building from a long time into the ecosystem, and uh, we can actually now venture into this uh, new uh, product. So, mm-hmm. like with like finance, uh, we are. Uh, it's it's a similar uh, uh, you know product like um, like any of the lending uh, projects you might have come across like um, to name a few like Nexo or Celsius. So it's uh, there's a, a lot of similarities between uh, them and Flag Finance, um, but we are mostly coming uh, on the side of e- providing an ease of access to uh, everyday users to cryptocurrencies. So. We want to have like finance as a platform, uh, as a go-to platform to purchase cryptocurrencies and explore the utilities uh, of cryptocurrencies. Like, um, you know, it's right now it's like uh, users can, um, you know, mainly they trade cryptocurrencies and they hold cryptocurrencies for value appreciation. Uh, appreciation, um, and it's like there's you know very little that you can do so flag finance uh, targets um, to provide utility uh, to users uh, in terms of um, giving them access so that they can uh, do payments um, basically everywhere uh, they go so mm-hmm. it's it's very difficult if if, uh, if you don't work with the governments if you don't uh, work with regulations and you just you know keep fighting against them so we are uh, we mostly want uh, want to you know work with them and build this platform and we want to be um, work as per the law so uh, we can achieve great potential so if a user um, holds cryptocurrencies on flag finance uh, as a mobile mobile app so they can go to a store and they can just do a payment just like uh, they will do with normal currency normal fiat currency Um, Mm -hmm. and um, without introducing new uh, you know payment methods so if they have um, they accept credit cards. Uh, they accept um, uh, like mobile money. Um, they say they accept um, UPI, which is in India. So these kind of payment methods are, are, are something that you cannot like change uh, over the night. I mean, it's it's being used. It's being used by by people from a long time. They they know how these payments work. And with Flex Finance, what we want to do is integrate with these payment uh, infrastructure. So. You know, it's, for example, let's say if I'm holding cryptocurrency, if I'm ho- holding some asset in my uh, Fleck wallet and um, I want to go and, you know, buy a coffee, you, I, you, it's, there's so many things, you know, it's, uh, first of all, we don't want to, you know, make uh, the coffee shop owner to have yet another, you know, a system to accept cryptocurrencies. 
and mm. also uh, we also cannot train users to use this new cool uh, cryptocurrency to do payments right so it's uh, that's that's what we are um, uh, you know integrating so as a normal user um, i can just use black wallet i can just go and i can use my credit card or also i can um, scan a qr code to do a upi transaction and that will just go through Fleck uh, wallet to the coffee shop owner and the coffee shop owner doesn't even um, actually you know care about like where this payment is coming from it's coming from cryptocurrency or from um, it's the payment is coming from the user that's all the the coffee owner knows if if there's cup for one dollar um, the cryptocurrency on the fly just gets kind of converted to one dollar and then gets sent to the uh, the coffee shop so that's that's what we are doing that's what you're doing. Okay, so that last bit that you're describing there, uh, the user in a sense wouldn't really know or care that the payment is using crypto necessarily. It's kind of just, it happens and it just so happens that crypto is, is the, the, the currency used for that exchange. Um, one thing you mentioned was the, the regulation. So there, you're kind of um, embracing, I don't know if that's the word or... or Engage yeah. like you're wanting to be a regulated financial service. And on your website, you mentioned that uh, regulated financial service for India and also worldwide. Um, what, what's, the, is, what's the reason for focusing on India? Is there some unique challenges there? Is it because you guys are based there? Or what's the reason for um, kind of focusing on India? And what are some unique challenges and opportunities for a country like India when it comes to crypto and financial services? Yeah, the, the first thing that came to our mind um, uh, building first for India is actually because of the, um, the, the large number of user base in cryptocurrency. Uh, India is right now like the second most uh, country, you know, with like the highest number of cryptocurrency holders in the world. So um, just, you know, it, it just turned out to be the, the place to start with. And also we are from India. So it was kind of um, uh, like we know the market. Uh, we know how, um, how payment infrastructures work in India. So it's, it was, uh, it's, it's a good first market opportunity for us. And, and then it's, um, it's, it's also about, uh, um, you know, expanding to nearby countries. And it's, we don't want to like... Um, you know, build a platform that's globally accessible from day one, which is not possible because our focus itself is doing uh, regulated finance. And until and unless um, a jurisdiction cannot regulate it or um, cannot make it easier for us to do a business, it's not possible. So hence, it's we're going step by step. Uh, we are launching a, a platform that has like uh, crypto side of features and also fiat side of features. So the fiat side of features will be available to jurisdictions where we'll regulate. So that's going to be first India. Um, and then other nearby countries, we are exploring Singapore. And then meanwhile, uh, once we have like uh, licenses, um, then we can actually give crypto services to over the world and fiat currencies like sorry. Um, yeah. 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 Okay. So that because you're going through that regulated approach, um, you kind of need to take a step-by-step -step process one kind of country at a time. You can't, if you're going through that regulated approach, you, you can't just throw it out and, and have everyone in the world use it in a uh, regulated way. Like it has to be step-by-step. -step. Yeah. 
Yeah, interesting. I, I think this conversation in general in crypto is quite interesting because there is um, people that are fiercely maybe against anything regulation. Could you maybe speak to some of the, I don't know, pros or cons when it comes to um, blockchain and cryptocurrency um, working with, you know, that regulate regulatory framework? What are the, the unique uh, opportunities, challenges around that sort of approach? So, uh, yes, uh, opportunities are huge. Uh, of course, we all know, uh, if, if, like if you talk in terms of remittances, if you talk in terms of efficiency, so there's like huge opportunities using uh, blockchain tech and cryptocurrency. Uh, but um, also the challenges uh, when we're working with regulations is it's, it's, it's not because, you know, the governments, um, you know, just because they don't want to regulate it, but it's, it's because they, they want to safeguard the users. They, they want to safeguard the citizens. They, you know, it's um, if, if there is a, if, if there's some financial product uh, happening in, in, in country, it's it's actually the the governments will try and take a look uh, if you know if you know people won't get um, cheated on their money. So mm -hmm. they try to regulate the markets, especially when there's uh, finances involved. So the challenges are basically about um, it's 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 very difficult um, to work with governments uh, in the sense it was difficult to work with governments actually you know, a few years ago, I would say, because the blockchain tech was very new and only the techies would know about it. Even normal users like us, we were, we itself were struggling with what's this mnemonics and what this, you know, public key. And um, you would end up sending your, your transfer to somebody else. And then you want to try and, you know, get it back. Can you please return it? So it's also now is the time um, that we at the Explorer received tons of support queries asking asking us to, can you please reword this ADA transfer? You know, I sent it by mistake to this address. So it's it's a lack of knowledge, um, and it's um, when it when it it's happening with normal users, we can expect that the governments also you know uh, is having trouble understanding the technology before they can regulate it. So it's where it's happening. It's happening. It's happening slowly. And there are, you know, experts working with governments. So it's coming in place. Now, if, if we talk about India, actually, um, India now introduced uh, cryptocurrency tax uh, on the capital gains that you make. Um, and they define the uh, cryptocurrency, you know, term uh, very nicely. They called it digital assets. And they had like very nice definition of defining digital assets that includes pretty much everything cryptocurrencies and NFTs and whatever you can transfer on chain, mm -hmm. uh, which has some sort of value. So it's coming in place. And also <laughs> in the Indian government also announced, uh, announced a digital rupee uh, also on chain. So it's coming in place and, you know, things will be fine, <laughs> but it's difficult. It's complicated, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely complicated, especially when you're talking about the intersection of crypto and uh, government regulation. Uh, I can imagine that's a very complex and complicated space to work within. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, a, a necessary part of this journey, I think, is managing that whole process, what that looks like. And like you said, we'll get through it uh, alive. This is a, a long-term yeah. process. If you're in crypto, you know, 
the things that we're dealing with are fundamentally different to what's existed previously. And because of that fundamental difference, that's going to take you know, a bit of time to kind of figure out yeah, at a global scale. Yeah, definitely. Um, one thing I mentioned at, at the beginning was, you know, RealFire obviously empowers a RealFire project and um, anything RealFire kind of I get excited about. Um, but at the same time, RealFire, what that means is quite subjective. Like it can mean slightly different things to different people. Some people maybe define it as, you know, RealFire is DeFi with real world impact or RealFire is DeFi with linked to kind of real world assets. Um, what, how do you think about RealFi? Like what does RealFi mean to you um, as a project or as a person and, and as flat finance? Yeah, that's, that's a good one. <laughs> um, so I, I want to actually uh, give you a bit of uh, more info uh, behind the scenes. So we have so many uh, DeFi protocols now on Cardano, um, also on different other chains. We have like tons of them, right? And we, it's, it's like a different universe on its own. You, you get inside this DeFi protocol, you do yield farming, and then you, whatnot. You can pretty much do, you know, so much, so much stuff. Um, but it's, it's like its own isolated universe. You know, the people uh, who are not into blockchain, who are not, not in cryptocurrency, they know nothing about it. Even, even some of the people that we talk to, um, like bank officials, they would come to us and say, oh, you, you know cryptocurrency, can you explain me what is Bitcoin? Uh, now they don't even know um, what's what's Bitcoin or what's cryptocurrency, and we can't imagine uh, them being, um, you know, uh, knowing about this yield farming or something. Exactly. <laughs> so you see, that's two different worlds, and they're to totally isolated. You, it's 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 something is happening, uh, but you don't even know about it, right? And for us, this was the kick. So. Uh, we call this a real finance platform because we wanted to bring these people, uh, real people, <laughs> into uh, the cryptocurrency world. And that actually made us uh, name this uh, project as a real finance project because uh, what we want to bring in is that a user, uh, you know, should use Flex Finance very easily uh, comfortably in 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 the, in the terms say you just log in into a social social network right everybody now knows whatsapp or twitter or, or facebook and it's they made the process so easy for people to just sign up and get into and start using the platform that's what we want to bring in for cryptocurrencies so if you, on flex finance it's you just download it sign up and start using it um that's that's what the goal is and you don't worry about what's a private key and what's a public key um, and then, you know, we guarantee your funds are safe, you know, so all, all those kind of uh, uh, stuff. So a normal user just starts getting access to um, investing in cryptocurrencies um, and also taking loans uh, as, as a cryptocurrency, as a collateral um, and whatnot. So that's, <laughs> that's why hmm. we call, call this a, a real fight. Yeah, I think that makes sense. I mean, when you think of DeFi, one thing that I think about is, is the fact that it can be this isolated, you know, ecosystem. Um, so if you're in crypto and you, you you know, you have a wallet and you know how to navigate this space, you can participate in that. But to an average person on the street, 
they will have no idea what you're talking about. They don't know what staking, yield farming is, all that kind of stuff. Um, they have no idea. And yeah. there, there is like, I think this disconnect between, there seems to be this disconnect between, you know, DeFi activity and kind of real world financial activity. And, you know, if there's a way to link that, then yeah, that's where that real fire thing is coming from, from, from your side. And, and to be honest, maybe that regulation is maybe an important ingredient Very in important. linking those in linking those two worlds. Okay. Otherwise, um, it's so there are already tons of plot platforms also uh, operating in India. They basically just allow users to um, trade cryptocurrencies like like an exchange platforms, and also there are some platforms which allows users to buy uh, and sell cryptocurrencies without like. A very easy to use interface. You know, there are people. There are people trying to trying to make it easy easy for you know uh, everybody to get in and try cryptocurrencies. So, but it's that's that's the end of it. You buy a crypto. You buy some assets. You have to you know withdraw it to do something with it with it. So it, that's that's the you know the deadline. Now, if if we have to provide much more features much more utility you have to work with the governments and and that's the only way to utilize the full potential yeah maybe you can since you uh, mentioned features you want to maybe expand a bit on some of the features that um, you plan to to have on flag finance yes so um, the main feature of flag finance is is to focus on payments so if you have if you have some assets in your in your account, uh, by the way, before that it's um, it's the payments are actually via like loan. So you know in many jurisdictions and in India, it's if you if you sell your cryptocurrency, then you actually uh, get uh, capital gains tax on it. So what we are focusing on focusing on is to uh, you know don't sell your assets, uh, just use your assets like if you if you hold a house. You know, you can put it on mortgage, mortgage, and then uh, take some money uh, and then utilize it for what you need, right? And then you can just repay the loan. So it's a similar concept. So you have some assets you deposit on Black Finance, then you instantly get um, like a um, some amount of uh, withdrawable loan, and that's that's something that you can use to do payments with. So. Uh, if you have ADA, which has like current value of thousand dollars, then you would get say you know two hundred two hundred dollars or three hundred dollars uh, worth of uh, you know payment uh, line, and and then you can you can go to a store and just scan a QR code or swipe your credit card to just instantly um, take the nano loan out of it. So even if it's just one dollar, uh, that's the main feature of of like finance. And then uh, apart from that, we have. Um, you can do like um, staking. Basically, it's like you, if, um, as a user, it, it works like a savings account. So you deposit your cryptocurrencies, and then you get uh, interest on your uh, on your assets, and that's something that you can use as the liquidity. Then you can swap uh, between crypto assets, not trading. Uh, a simple swap, just like on the on the DeFi protocols. You know, you you want to convert your ADA to some token. That's very similar. So you want to convert your Bitcoin to Ethereum. Again, just swap it. Um, right, you don't have to worry about the orders and stuff and like that. So, like an easy to use interface. Um, yeah, yeah. Like okay. Main. Yeah, and and obviously, um, there's more information on your website, um, which I can I'll link 
down below as well for people that want to learn more about it. Um, one thing I'm curious about is uh, mentioned earlier was the, the Cardano scan, the Typhoon wallet. Um, since you've kind of been building in this space for a while, what are some like lessons? Because you've, you've been in this space pretty much since the beginning. Um, what are some lessons that you've learned through building on Cardano? And um, what are some of those lessons that you can kind of transfer onto this, pro on, onto this project, Flat Finance? What, what are some of those kind of learnings that you've had so far? Okay, that's, um, yeah, it's a difficult one. So, so many things. <laughs> uh, you know, um, it's like everybody knows, um, Cardano has quite a, a quite a sophisticated, uh, complex, and very powerful um, feature set. Yeah, when when actually you know Shelly came out, um, there are tons of features that were actually you know available on the network but were not being used um, by many people because just they were not aware of it. Um, things like you can you could you could actually add multiple outputs. To a single transaction, that's something that's trending now. That's was just possible a long, long time ago. Um, then you, you could like uh, when tokens came out, you know, you could send multiple tokens in a single transaction. So there's so many things uh, that's possible uh, on the network, um, and it's just it's just you just need to know to you know utilize it. And since like we have been building in this space uh, from like many years now. Uh, we have like pretty good technical foundation and that's all that we can use. Uh, that's all technical knowledge, the technical foundation that we can use to build this, uh, build this project. Uh, and specifically like uh, for, I, I just want to let people know that Cardano scan um, also is powered by a proprietary backend system that is also built by our team. Uh, it's, it's, it's very similar to like DB sync. Um, so that's also one of one of the core features uh, that we can utilize into building uh, flag finance uh, for the support of Cardano and native tokens. Mm -hmm. You mentioned Cardano has a sophisticated and complex uh, kind of feature set. When you were first learning about Cardano, was that was that kind of the thing that attracted you? Was this um, the, the technical part that makes Cardano unique compared to other projects? Yeah, very unique. I, I, it's it's like one of one of its kind project in the ecosystem. Um, so previously, uh, pre twenty seventeen, I was uh, actually I was actually building um, apps on Solidity, um, and and then after twenty seventeen, I followed Cardano. Uh, at that time, there was nothing much that you could do. Uh, things started actually when the Shelly hard fork came in. Um, and then if you read the specifications of Cardano, you'll just be enlightened. Like, wow, I mean, the foundation of Cardano is so solid, so solid that, you know, it's, it's, it's here to stay. It's here to stay for centuries. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, I love hearing, hearing those words spoken by, like, someone with technical experience. Like, when, when I read things, I, I have that, I think, the same thing. But if I say it, um, you know, it doesn't really hold too much weight. But someone with, a, you know, the tech experience, when they say that, it just, you know, it's, it's nice hearing it because it's, that's, I think, a big reason why a lot of people are, are in this space because of the, that technical foundation, um, their research-based scientific method foundation is very, is very like, 
doing things the right way from the get-go, yeah. kind of like cutting, uh, measuring twice, cutting once sort of a thing. Yes. Uh, and when you're trying to build like the financial oper operating system of the world, it's better to take that approach. <laughs> you don't want to, you want to cut yeah. once. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. Yeah. Um, and every every yeah, day, yeah, every day when, you, when you're working on Cardano, you'll just keep learning new things, keep learning new things. Wow, okay, this is, this is done for this reason. And then so, something you won't know today, but you'll get to know after a month and you're like, wow, okay, this was actually planned um, for this reason, right? And the upgrades that have been happening, the hard forks that have been happening on Cardano, they are incremental, they're, they're so awesome. The way they are done, they are backward compatible, of course, <laughs> but but you, you can't imagine there's no such a big write, uh, rewrite to build some new uh, new features to do a hard fork. If, if we are adding smart contract support uh, now, so the Alonzo hard fork happened after you know, Mary and you know, you would assume, okay, it's, it's such a big feature. Smart contracts are coming on chain, but when you look at the specifications, when you, when you see how it's done, it's incremental. It's so, it's so nicely done. Mm. Yeah. That's one thing that excites me about Cardano's future is because the feature set is sophisticated, unique, like I'm learning new things as a user that I didn't realize I could do. Like you just mentioned the the one thing that is trending at the moment is the idea that you can have one transaction with multiple outputs. Um, when I discovered that a couple of months ago, my mind was blown. I was like, this is like the coolest thing ever. Um, and like those little things, which are kind of like Easter eggs, each little, you know, every couple of months or whatever it is, you're learning something new, uh, which because Cardano, Cardano's technical foundation is kind of fairly unique. You can't really, you don't see that really on other blockchains because it's just a complete. You can't compare. You, you cannot compare at all. It's it's uncomparable. I mean, whatever word you want to use, it's it's not possible. Cardano is just so unique. It's just so different. Yeah. Um, and I, I can't imagine uh, myself spending a bit of time actually looking at any other chain than Cardano at this time. It's, it's impossible. I yeah. love that. Okay, I think we're nearing the end of the podcast. There's a couple more kind of closing questions, but uh, is there anything that you wanted to um, talk about that we haven't touched on yet? Um, I, I, we covered pretty much um, everything. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, so the next question is, uh, how can people kind of connect with you guys? How can they support your work? I know you have an ISBO, I think. Maybe um, I want to speak to what that ticker is and, yeah, other ways that people can connect and support you guys. Yeah, that's – yeah, I would like to um... – yeah, speak a bit about that. So um, we had a seed sale um, uh, when we launched the project um, and we actually had a unique approach where we didn't, um, we like fully went with the community-based investment. So we were like no VC investments in the seed round um, and we do not even plan to do so. So we had like a fully community-driven uh, seed sale and um, it's, it's now over and the ISPO is going on. Um, and ISPO has... Uh, we, we also have like um, like ISPO dashboard, which you can visit on our website. And then you can also check your um, rewards uh, every epoch uh, by just connecting your wallet and also by like searching your receive address. So uh, it's fully transparent um, kind of a setup here. Okay, so the ISPO is live at the moment. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, I'll add those kind of, links as well in the description 
Uh, and also your social media, like Twitter's for your socials. Is it just Twitter, or do you have other? Um, uh, uh, you can join our Discord, uh, Discord to engage yeah. with us, uh, with the team, and talk and ask questions. Um, and then you can follow us on Twitter, um, and also you can like follow us on Medium to follow. Yeah.